Hello friends, welcome back to another podcast episode of Macro Magic with Michelle. I am your host, Michelle Williams. I am a macrobiotic teacher and author of the Macrobiotic Zine, which you can find in my Etsy store, Not Your Average Card, or you can check the link in the description of this episode. So today, I am going to talk about some of the misconceptions that people have when it comes to eating healthy for your mental health. Um, And a little bit of my own story. So originally, I wanted to kind of go in order with my podcast topics to best help you all to understand this lifestyle and my message, but I often feel inspired to speak on things as they come across my view in daily life. So, um, something that came up for me today, I saw a post by one of these fitness Instagram accounts, um, that had two images of two different bodies, one of them on the right side, sorry, on the left side, (laughs) doesn't matter, Michelle, anyways, on the left side it was a larger image of somebody and it was filled with a whole bunch of junk food and the other image on the right side was a slimmer image of a body filled with plants so i i hope that that my my uh narrative in this episode doesn't confuse you too much. Um, so what I did, I shared the, that image in my stories and I, and I said, I put hashtag no shame, first of all, because oftentimes from my experience and also just the common the common way that people discuss health and people discuss eating and people discuss fitness oftentimes there is a tinge of shame to the way that they're presenting information and now i can tell you that shaming no matter what you're trying to convey, no matter what your message is, if you come from a place of shaming, if your message has that background of shame, no one's going to listen. <laughs> you know, if, if you are feeling threatened in some kind of way, if you're feeling like someone is being mean to you, being rude to you on any level, you think that's really 
you think that's that your message is really going to get through to somebody when it has that no it's not and if it does it feeds this horrible cycle that so many people have of of shame and of guilt and that that doesn't serve anybody that's not that's really not something that's helpful in your life and when you're trying to create better habits for yourself when you're trying to heal yourself so so i find that it's very important for for me when i speak on these topics that i somehow maybe i haven't found the right way but i but that i make sure that i'm not speaking from a place of i'm trying to guilt people and i'm not feeding into the shame and the guilt cycle that so many people are already dealing with how is my message going to be any more effective if it has that behind it how does that set my message apart it doesn't it just your message is just drowned in the sea of so many messages like this you have to eat this way otherwise blah 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 and blah blah you know that is not that is absolutely not how i want to promote this lifestyle so i said hashtag #no shame i said but the truth is that healthy eating saved my life In April of 2016, not that long ago, friends, I had a plan to kill myself. And by that point, so many of my friends and family had known about my past struggles, had seen me at my worst. But at this point in 2016, You know, I was living on my own. I had a job that I loved. You know, I was doing well at this job. Um I I stopped doing any kind of self-harm behavior. I stopped I had been free of eating disorder behaviors for 2 or 3 years at that point. So and 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 this was a huge huge mistake on my part. You know, I didn't tell anybody that I was struggling. You know, I did in a way, but I wasn't honest, and at this point too, I wasn't seeing a therapist because I was honestly fed up with the system of that. That's a whole other episode. Um so I really felt like I had I had nowhere to turn, honestly. and um you know like i said i was living on my own i had roommates but i really didn't feel uh close or connected or 
you know, supported. I actually felt the opposite <laughs> from my roommates. So when I decided on this day in 2016 that I would end my life, um, you know, I just got up and I just started carrying out this plan. And honestly, by the grace of God, by a miracle, by the intervention of angels, by who knows what, some outside force, higher power than me, intervened and I didn't carry carry out my plan. But just a few weeks later, I was introduced to someone so key and so influential to my journey someone who inspired me who pointed me in the right direction of healthy eating of eating to heal and maybe just a few months after I started to notice huge shifts in the way that I was feeling and and this was enough for me to be curious and discover more and try things out continue to try this lifestyle out so something um something that I really would love to speak on is 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 actually uh, a thought an idea that I held on to for so long that I see so many people struggling with their mental health shout and shout and shout and shout And the more that they shout this idea that is not accurate and is only halfway complete, um, the more I, I, I really am reminded that my story and what I have to share with you is so needed right now and that is thinking that oh just because I eat brown rice that doesn't mean I'll be cured of my depression I've seen many variations of that that statement that I just said that's something that I told my boyfriend my boyfriend is the one who helped me on this path he would explain to me for months he was explaining he would try to explain to me hey michelle you know this is an amazing lifestyle you know you you don't have to go through x y and z because if you just eat better you know and for me that that kind of conversation wasn't helpful for me because I had grown up with so much criticism 
around my food, I had absorbed so many um, critical views, critical perspectives. Um, You know, growing up with an eating disorder, and not only growing up with an eating disorder, but struggling so much to overcome it and then to overcome it and then be faced with with a career that demanded my weight to be lower not only that then to have a male that I was interested then speak to me and say hey (laughs) again criticizing my food I just was not available for that kind of information so uh, you know everything he tried to say to me in in what he thought was a kind and loving way I had I had a fight for it um if any of you are into astrology my Mars is an Aries so if you know anything about about Mars that's the planet where it's the planet of war (laughs) and Aries is the ruling sign of that planet so um if you know any Aries out there you might know they like to argue so uh so yeah um you know I was very like no I'm not you know I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna believe this blindly. How many times how many times have I blindly followed a diet and how many times did that end in me hating myself and actually more weight gain? You know, I was just done with all of that. Um But the truth the truth is, you know, I know it's very hard for someone someone struggling with their mental health right now is extremely hard just just living your life just <laughs> I know it's hard I know it's hard I've been there um and it, it might it might irritate you when you hear people offer you this kind of advice hey you know what you eat has an effect on your mental health. It's only it's only recently, people. Recently. I'm talking about the past few years. When I was when I was struggling with my mental health, uh, you know, I started seeing professionals when I was 16, so 2006, and the last time I had any kind of therapy or psychiatrist appointment must have been maybe 2014. Um, you know, all during that time, not once did I hear any of my mental health professionals talk about food and its impact on the way that we emotionally feel now of course you know going through my different 
different treatment centers for my eating disorders. Of course, we had nutrition counseling, you know, uh, you know, protein helps you uh, build your muscles, helps your hair grow, you know, carbs are the most readily available source of energy, you know, of course, uh, we learned all of that, <laughs> you know, um, but the way that I would like to educate you all on in terms of food has nothing to do with nutrition facts has nothing to do with what you may already know what you may have already heard of this way that i'm speaking to you about food is completely different and that is exactly why i was so intrigued to this lifestyle because it when i when i read my first macrobiotic book it was the hip chicks guide to macrobiotics by jessica porter and if you know jessica porter she's actually a stand-up comedian so having that background this book was i mean can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine a stand-up comedian comedian writing a healthy food book i mean come on now i first of all <laughs> i don't think that had ever been done before but second of all she, she not once did she say something like oh if you want to lose 10 pounds in two days, this is what you do. It was nothing like that. The way that she talked about food, she talked about it in terms of vibration. She talked about it in terms of energy. She did not mention Oh, well, you know, you gotta have one cup of rice because that equals five, you know, it was nothing like that. Absolutely nothing like that. And to me, that was exactly what I needed. I didn't want to hear anything about calories. I didn't want to hear anything about, you know, I didn't want to hear anything that was tinged with shame, like everything else I had heard growing up and that I was sick of and that I had come to a higher understanding. I was at the place, actually, where I was intuitively eating, which if you're looking for a good book on intuitive eating, I strongly recommend the book called Intuitive Eating. Um, that was actually required for us to read in one of my eating disorder programs, and it really really helped me and after I got done with that that uh, phase of um, treatment I haven't binged since then so um, I really feel like if you're struggling with binge eating disorder or um, just any kind of 
yo-yo dieting or disordered eating I, or you know any kind of unhealthy relationship with food and when I say unhealthy relationship with food that includes obsessing over calories that doesn't mean oh yeah you eat super healthy so you're fine no because that's an eating disorder too it's called orthorexia where and and honestly most a lot of people with eating disorders on the outside it looks like they're just really into eating healthy but see f- your eating habits are not just what you eat your eating habits include your relationship why do you eat this food what's your motivation and oftentimes people are afraid or they feel shamed or they feel guilt you know all these things contribute to an unhealthy unhealthy eating pattern so anyways <laughs> so uh this this time when i met my boyfriend and he was telling me about this lifestyle i I actually had been trying to look for some information on eating for dance because I was in the career as a dance teacher and my boss had advised me in the most helpful way I tell people this story and people get angry (laughs) but most of the time it's because they don't come from the dance world is when you're in an athletic industry your physical health is valued more than if you work on a computer every day So for my boss to tell me, hey, you know, in order to be the best dancer you can be, you do have to lose some weight. I didn't take that negatively. I actually was very thankful that she said something to me because I did want to become the best dancer I could be. But, um, you know, I, I... I did take some time off to focus on my mental health and, um, and you know, I, I was not in good shape. So, but I didn't, I also was afraid of going back into my old habits that I had worked so hard to overcome. So I was very careful about what I looked at where I got my information for healthy eating and everything that I found was kind of what I already knew and what I already knew wasn't helpful for me you know um knowing what carbs were knowing you know good sources of protein knowing what vitamins and minerals were in certain vegetables like that didn't excite me 
that all of that was part of my phase my eating disorder phase and I you know and it was it was very fragmented it didn't really make sense to me and um and I also had a huge 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 sweet tooth I must have eaten chocolate in one way or another five times a day I'm not kidding you (laughs) the amount of sugar I ate it was crazy people it was really really crazy um so so to understand food in terms of energy to understand food in terms of vibration that helped me so much it was fascinating because I had never heard of this before and it felt so much better to me easier to understand because I didn't have that background of well you know carbs are bad yeah you know carbs play a certain role in our body's function but carbs are not bad but that is the connotation most of us have when you say carbs you automatically think oh that's horrible we shouldn't eat them no absolutely no um and i can tell you um I don't count carbs, and in fact, I eat a lot of them. Am I overweight? No. Do I live a much less active lifestyle today as a health coach than I did as a ballet teacher? Yes, today I don't exercise nearly as much, but does that mean that I that I have gained a whole bunch of weight no my weight has stayed stable because the most important thing if you're concerned about your weight is what you eat every day exercise is important to for everyone to do but You shouldn't have to spend so much time exercising in order to live a healthy life. You don't need that much exercise. I mean, of course, if you're if you're a professional athlete, that's a whole other story. So, back to back to the the topic of mental health and eating. This is something that many people have a lack of understanding. When someone hears, yeah, you know, Eating better will help your mental health. They're not saying, eat some kale and you'll be cured. That's not what, that's not what's happening there. 
but that is often what people struggling with their mental health will go to. They feel maybe that the other person doesn't understand where they're at. And honestly, most of the time, that's probably true. But also, it's not that it's not that simple. Of course, if you are struggling with depression and you start eating kale every day, I honestly feel like that's a good start. <laughs> I don't want to deter deter you from trying that out. But that's just a good start. That will not cure your depression. But it's a good place to start creating new healthy habits to build upon that eventually will help you out of your depression. So, um, something about the macrobiotic lifestyle is that it's not one thing that will cure you. There's not one thing, one magic food, one supplement, one exercise, one crystal. There's not one thing that will make all of your problems go away. It's a greater understanding And the greater your understanding, the more options you have available to you to choose from, to incorporate into your life, and and when you have enough of this knowledge, when you have created a daily life that supports supports your best health that that is that is when you can say oh yes you know i'm free from my anxiety i'm free from my depression even when i was going to treatment you know, um, one of my therapists that led one of the groups I was going to for a few years off and on, she would always say, you know, it's stability over time. That That is how she measured a client's mental health progress. It wasn't, you know one day you know where I would walk in and I say oh I had a great day today you know I I I didn't you know weigh myself and I didn't criticize myself and I ate my breakfast and my lunch and my dinner and I didn't stress over it and I listened to my intuition and I listened to my body one day of that that is so fabulous that is actually a miracle when you're in recovery if you have a day like that but that doesn't mean that 
now you're cured and now you don't need help and now you know you'll never struggle with body image and now you'll never go back to your patterns you know that is the same thing when you're when you're building a lifestyle of healthy habits it takes time and and what's so fabulous about the macrobiotic lifestyle is that there's so much room for being flexible Now, this is where I, you know, it would be helpful if I had already created a podcast episode about what is macrobiotics. But in macrobiotics, there's no rules. Many people have that misconception because when I, when I try to explain to people what macrobiotics is, I can't just say it. Well, I could say it in one sentence, but maybe it's not that clear to the other person. When you say, I'm vegetarian, everyone already knows. You don't eat meat. When you say, I'm vegan, everyone already knows. You just don't eat any animal food. That's it. There's no other thing about it. But when you say, I'm macrobiotic, first of all, many people have never heard of that word before. (laughs) Second of all, you know, there are some macrobiotic people who are vegan, who don't eat any meat or animal products. But there are plenty of macrobiotic people who eat fish or, you know, who, who, um, eat a little bit of poultry or, you know, don't, don't have a big fuss if, if, if at a restaurant they, they bring you something with an egg in it. So, um, you know, it's, uh, This lifestyle is about understanding principles. And once you understand those principles, you can use them in your life as you see fit, as you wish. Because this lifestyle is meant to support you and your unique purpose, your unique path. My boyfriend and I were talking about it today and his his mentor, one of the most popular teachers of macrobiotics, Michio Kushi, he said that you don't have to call it macrobiotics. You could just say, it's your way. It's Michelle's way. It's, it's you. You deciding what is best for you day to day any given moment no matter what arises no matter what comes into your life and for some people 
many people, <laughs> basically everyone today, especially if you live in America, we struggle with health conditions. If it's not a physical health condition, it's a mental health condition. And if we're not already struggling, we it's not going to take very long for us to struggle. There's so, so many factors in our modern society that that isn't conducive to a healthy life. There's so many things out there that are set up purposefully against us. So if we can feed our minds with knowledge, knowledge really is the key to freedom. So many, you know, (laughs) growing up I heard so many people say that and I didn't really understand it but now I do when you have more options when your mind has been expanded to different ideas different ways of living you have options you don't have to you don't have to eat meat and potatoes for dinner every night you don't have to drink coffee every morning you don't have to struggle with mental illness the rest of your life you don't have to be overweight the rest of your life you don't have to go to college and become a lawyer you know you don't have to there's so many things that we have been told that's just the way it is and that's you know sorry about it you have cancer you're just gonna die no there's so much available for us today and and with the knowledge of macrobiotics you can live the life that you wish to live if you wish to overcome your illness you can overcome it with macrobiotics if you wish to be a successful dancer you can become a successful dancer if you wish to become an influential speaker you can become macro means big and bios means life so This lifestyle provides provides you with daily life practices, with a life philosophy that helps you to grow and to expand into the biggest version of yourself, the best version of yourself, the, the you that is capable of anything of thriving if you don't have your mental health if you don't have your physical health that's already some that's another thing push keeping you down there's so many things out there like i said set up against us there's so much in this world that makes it hard for any of us 
to live not just live but to thrive and to be healthy there's so much set up against us why are we going to accept oh well i have this health condition and i just i just got to deal with it no you don't have to deal with it you can overcome it and and you can not only overcome that you can go above and beyond what anyone has planned for you even what you have planned for you so that is that is um that is what i wanted to speak on today and if you have a specific question that you would like me to answer in another podcast you can go ahead and send me a message either through whatever podcast platform you're listening on or you can find me on instagram at the underscore freedom underscore fairy send me a direct message um make sure to follow me i'm coming out with a lot of cool things recently um and there's plenty more in store you can also join my private facebook group sacred space for sensitive women and you can find me on youtube I'm at the Freedom Fairy there as well, and I'm actually going through the Vlogmas series right now, so if you're into watching Christmassy videos, I think that you would enjoy mine, and I hope that this podcast episode gave you a little bit more clarity when it comes to mental health and when it comes to eating better for your mental health if you are currently struggling with that and you would like some one-on-one support and guidance from me you can schedule a personal coaching call and i will leave that information in the description as well I hope you have a great, great evening, great afternoon, great morning, wherever you may be, and be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family who would be receptive to this information. Peace.